You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Let's get uh, to those boardroom matters on the JSC. Uh, two management changes announced on the JSC today. Well, actually more, but uh, two statements regarding uh, changes in the boardrooms of two listed companies on the JSC, Tonga Hewlett as well as a Spa. So Spa CEO Brett Button saying today that tomorrow would be his last day as CEO. Uh, and uh, the CEO of Tonga Hewlett, Gavin Hudson, also announcing that he'd be leaving the company. But he's serving one month's notice. He's leaving on the 28th of February. Just for more on what the dynamics uh, within these two companies uh, present, the latest dynamics right now, what they mean, I'm joined by Simon Brown, founder at Just One Lap. Simon, thanks so much for your time. Let's start off with Spa. Um, yeah, I, I, I called it uh, the, the, the great resignation. I know a bit of a exaggeration earlier, just as it did uh, pertain to the uh, exits of these two CEOs. But with Spa's story, what's your um, reaction to that? Yeah, even Fifi. Spa, Spa messed up. I mean, absolutely messed up. I mean, not only the allegations which are out there, um, but their initial responses to press reports late last year and, and early this year. And, and it's no small thing that the, the, the chair and, and the CEO are, are effectively leaving, as you said, tomorrow um, and then at the end of, of, of February. Um, so it, 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 that, that, that's not insignificant. That's big, and it's a real shake-up. Shareholders apparently were, were unhappy and not going to vote for positions. So fairly significant shake-up there. What we have now seen, and, and, and one of the announcements today was Andrew Waller to essentially step in as, a, as, as an executive chairman. Sure. Um, and and uh, he, you and I and listeners will know from his days at uh, Grinrod, um, he's he's relatively new. He's been at the board for five years. And what's important, I mean, we had a, a, a resignation from the board from a uh, independent non-executive who'd served on the board for 17 years. And, and you're not independent after after 17 years on the board. Um, Andrew Wall has been there five years. He's been uh, uh, lead independent director for, for the last two. And I think he's probably the right person um, but I think there's a lot to do to re to, to get the reputation back. Sure, uh, I agree with you that this is no small thing. Um, just looking at the uh, key executives that have left uh, Spa in such a short space of time, and also the allegations that you speak of—the negative publicity to unfair treatment of some of their franchises, also uh, allegations of uh, some very weird accounting in terms of how they accounted for for certain uh, expenses or, or line items—and yet the market. Uh, closed one over one percent higher when it came to Spa's stock price. So help us square that. Yeah, if you, if you, and, and that's against the market that that wasn't having a, a particularly good day generally at all. With actually a, a lot of red across the board, it, it, it's quite simple. I mean, the stock had been massively uh, sold off. I mean, I, I'm looking at a five-year chart, and and it started this year at the lowest level for five years. Um, you know, it, it was well below the, the pandemic level, and it was, the share was back at, at sort of 2014 prices. And ultimately, the, the market looks at this; they get a little bit of good news, and a little bit of good news was, well, okay, there's a there's a shakeup happening at Spa. Sure. Um, the CEO and, and the chair both leaving. Uh, may, maybe things are, are better from here. Maybe the worst is behind, and that I mean, that's a, a hard judgment call to make. To, to make. 
Um, the the Red Chiefs have been relatively small in terms of rands, but not in terms of of of, of uh, dodgy ethics. Um, and the question is always, is there more? And, and truthfully, we don't know. Mm. Um, sometimes there is, and it gets really bad. Um, and, and sometimes there isn't. And, and, and I can think of listed companies on both sides of that fence where where it, it really was very small and others where it wasn't. And, and that's the unknown. But I think the market just looked at SPA below 120 and thought, you know what, that's the cheapest in almost a decade. Um, bit of good news on the executive front. We're going to buy some. Mm. Do you think there's um, also, I don't know, a kind of fatigue uh, amongst the investment community in reacting to companies with, uh, you know, a bit of dodginess uh, behind the uh, boardrooms or alleged dodginess? Let me just uh, clear myself there. Because, I mean, <laughs> we're about to talk about Tongart Hewlett, and they're one of those companies that I'm going to cite as an example after the likes of yeah, after the likes of Steinhoff and also uh, even uh, EOH, whose management was also um, found to have been wanting in certain areas. So do you think that the market is fatigued now and that uh, when such stories come out, it's, 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 oh, it's just another one. It's not that material. Fifi, I think you might be right. And, and that's the sad thing to say. Um, and, and I think we could date it back to Steinhoff, notwithstanding that African Bank had predated, but African Bank at its point seemed a, a flash in the pan. Sure. Um, you know, something just went wrong. And, and then Steinhoff, and then and then a litany of them uh, uh, subsequent. And, and it has been, um, I mean, a lot. And, and you know, this is not unique to South Africa. Maybe we're doing more or less than, than sort of global averages. I, I honestly don't know. Um, but I think you're almost right to a degree where, I don't want to say we, we've come to a Accepted, but maybe, mm. maybe we're less surprised by it. Maybe we're less less surprised by it. And I think if we look at it in the in the bigger picture as well, and here I'm thinking, let's look at what was uh, uh, published in the Zondo report. Um, it, you know, two sides to the equation, and and I think perhaps equally as a society, we're we're a little immune to it, and as investors, yep. maybe we are. And it goes without saying. Yeah, that's the bad thing. I mean, we shouldn't be. Yeah, no, uh, no, not at all. But uh, you and I were on the same wavelength there because I uh, was thinking about how we respond right now to some of the corruption that plays out um, in certain corners of the, pri- the, the, the public sector. Just the, uh, you know, the deja vu moment that we get, you know, scandal after scandal, given the fact that it, it, it has seen to be happening seem to be happening, um, you know, more more times than it should. But but uh, moving on to then Tongart, um, I feel like Gavin tried. <laughs> he tried really hard. He tried for some time, four years. Um, I'm not sure whether or how the market rates his efforts, but your take on his decision to finally call it quits after four years. I, I think it makes sense. I, I think he probably had one of the hardest jobs in South Africa. Maybe not as tough as ESCOM, but, but a, a close <laughs> second tier to it. Um, he, he gave it four years. He really was there to try and turn the business around, and, and he couldn't. And I don't, uh, that's, um, that's, not, that's not great on his CV, make no mistake about that, but I think it was also perhaps a lot harder than he thought. And, 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 and there were circumstances, COVID, which sees reduced demand for both their property and their sugar prices were weak. Uh, lots went wrong. But he was a turnaround specialist, and now it's in, it's in business rescue, bankruptcy, uh, the colloquial term. Um, there's a final report coming out at the end of February. It was extended again today, um, and that's also his last day. And in truth, 
that's kind of his job done. And, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not a Stephen from Collier from from EOH where the job done is is you know you've succeeded. You know, you bring in a specialist to to fix the business, and some Stephen from Collier at at EOH really make it work, and then they don't. In an ideal world, their job was to turn around, and then someone else will step into Stephen's place. Um, unfortunately, at Tongard, uh, uh, yeah, the, the turnaround didn't happen. I mean, it, it was it was a tough ask. Um, they usually are, and they don't always work. I mean, <clears throat> no one is uh, perfect, right? But when I look at Gavin, I think that uh, all he has right now is the benefit of hindsight, and I'm just wondering if he knew today um back then that the starch business that he show, he sold to Barlow mm-hmm. world would have been um potentially the x factor that could have turned Tongard around whether he would have still sold that business but all he has is hindsight so so our listeners can't do anything about Tongard they can't buy more Tongards they can't sell it because that stock is ex- is suspended but they can make moves on spa and yeah. what would you advise them to do on spa those who don't already own it so, so I mean, so, so the short answer is, I, 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 I was, I, mean, I thought it was cheap a while ago, and I've been saying to folks to buy it, run a bit, but I think there's more potential there. My two preferred, my favourite uh, uh, food retailer is always Shoprite. There's sure. never a doubt about that, <laughs> but it's expensive, which it usually is. On the occasional times, it isn't you quickly buy some. Um, but then I, 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 I thought Spa and Woolies were the two attractive ones. They, they, they've both run a bit. Um, but I think Spa, more than anything, on, 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 on a good news story and the like coming through and, and really helping. Um, and I think Willie's on, on what was a, a decent update and particularly clothing starting to work, which it's never worked before. And, of course, they've got the ex-Levi guy in to, to make that happen. Yeah. Oh, another case of a turnaround that did work. But, uh, Simon, thanks so much for your time. We'll leave it there. Uh, Simon Brown, founder there at uh, Just One Lap. And did you see what ShopRite did at the weekend? Quite cheeky of them. You know that they uh, own the Checkers brand. Also, uh, they ran those campaigns in the UK uh, to South Africans living over there, just showing them the price difference of um, basic goods and uh, a few treats, you know, from the likes of wine and certain meats and all of that, just showing them how much more they're paying in London than they would be paying here. Quite uh, cheeky, lots of questions as to the necessity of that ad, ad campaign, but also a good laugh. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.